Tonight, on Fun With Dirt, I sit around and contemplate how many of you people still remember that I'm stuck in the lobby of a doctor's office. Okay now, Mrs. Dirt, that this is gonna hurt it all. <sighs> that was unexpected. Meanwhile, on the episode, we have the double date from hell. It's gonna be a fun one. Fun with Dirt starts now. Dirt Charm Media presents Fun with Dirt. Starring Danny Atwell, Justin Gregory, Miguel Pedroza, Rachel Crosby, Emily McAnulty, Robert Hunter, and Dan McMcCloskey as the gatekeeper. A veritable monsoon seemed to cover Massachusetts in water as Harry and Jay, as well as the other workers at the time, were unable to get all the dead bodies into the prep area of the morgue. The good news was that prepping them outside of the autopsies were already completed by the police. The bad news was that coffins, urns, cremation, and a plethora of other services were needed relatively soon. Connie, Craig, and even Mr. McGee himself all made phone calls to the deceased next of kin to get things prepared. It was the end of the day, and the rain came down in buckets. Harry turned toward Jay. <sighs> Glad you brought your clothes, man. Uh, I gotta go home and get ready and pick up Lorraine. Yeah, I'll get cleaned up, and Vicky will pick me up here. So, did you hear anything from our new arrivals? You mean the deadies? No. Not a single one. Well, maybe then we're on the right track. He playfully slapped Jay on the shoulder and ran out into the rain. Hey, see you tonight! An hour later, Jay and Vicky were waiting outside Savacho's under the large awning. Oh, they're late. I don't get it. You get out of the parlor on time. Jay explained as he saw the familiar work van come into the parking lot. Once parked, Harry got out of the van and ran to open an umbrella. He opened the door for Lorraine, who looked absolutely stunning in a white floral dress. Her shorter hair was coiffed perfectly, and her porcelain skin tones were matched with a dark red lipstick. He took her arm into his and walked toward the entrance of the building. He looked like a million bucks, and she looked like a heavyweight championship, Jay thought. And it was all ruined when a speeding car came out in front of them and splashed dirty water all over them. Lorraine, who was the epitome of beauty in class one minute ago, was now covered in muddy gunk and water. She was mortified. Harry didn't care about himself, but he pulled out a handkerchief to try and wipe her off. They quickly got under the awning. Dude, that guy just rushed out of here. Fuck! My dress! Are you okay? It didn't look like it hit your makeup. Nah, I should have wore the overcoat like I was thinking to do or something like that. No, it's not your fault. That guy was an asshole. Harry handed Lorraine his suit jacket. Here, take take my coat. Lorraine took it and covered her shoulders as Vicky turned to Jay and Harry. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. No, I think we can still salvage this night. Well, maybe that should be up to her. Harry turned to Lorraine. Would you be okay to still eat? I think I'll be fine. Let's just go. 
So I can use the bathroom. Okay, let, let's get inside. The party walked inside the fancy Italian restaurant as the sounds of classical music played over the speakers. The greeter at the reception area saw Lorraine's dress and immediately came from behind the podium. Welcome to Savaccio's here, miss. Can I show you to the restroom? I'll go with her. You guys get a seat. The girls walked quickly to the bathroom while Harry and Jay were left behind. Jay turned to Harry. Why the hell did you bring the van? I had no choice. My car wouldn't start. Wasn't it working fine yesterday? What happened? The fucking battery was stolen out of it. Sheesh. The neighborhood is getting worse. Yep. And I'm going to take it out on El Diablo's ass, too. Take a look. Harry showed him a picture on his phone. His car hood was ripped open, and the battery was missing. The second picture he saw that the driver's side door was keyed with a message. What does that fucking say? Is that Spanish? I don't understand the words. If it is Spanish, it's spelled awfully. I'm assuming he's trying to tell me I was a loser, but instead called me a dog? What the hell is an apparoror? <laughs> I guess not only is El Diablo a psychopath, he's also a bad speller. I'm lucky if I have insurance coverage for vandalism of this rate. They're gonna have to get her back in running shape. Are you sure you shouldn't just buy a new car? It is pretty old. Maybe you can get one with a better car alarm on it. Ah, I like my car. But if it were to be total, I'd totally get an SUV. One with all the bells and whistles, too. Not <laughs> on Gravedigger money, you aren't. Oh, shit. What? Harry took off his glasses and tried to get a better look. Never mind, I, I thought I saw something off. Jay laughed under his breath. <laughs> Honestly, I hope the last song I heard on the radio isn't the theme for this whole night. What song was it? Love Stinks by the Jay Giles Band. Oh dear God. <laughs> were, you li were you listening to 108.7 The Crack? Best station for 80s music since B104 back in Baltimore. Wow, that's a blast from the past. My cousin Roscoe still prank calls companies asking if they were B-104 and if they would place his studio by Phil Collins. Imagine a dude in a thick Baltimorean accent calling up here. It would be absolutely insane. The girls finally came back from the bathroom and were confused by not only the topic of discussion, but why they weren't at a table. Why are you guys still here? Did they not get our table yet? I guess they're still prepping it. Check out what El Diablo did to Harry's car. Not that guy again. You should just call the police and get him arrested. We tried, especially ever the incident with Mrs. McMurray who lives upstairs, but he put her in the hospital. A fucker should be put in a psych ward. Sounds like a real piece of work. Ugh, you don't know the half of it. We'll tell you more at the table. Not a moment too soon, the greeter came to them. Okay, Mr. Wentz, your table is ready. Please come with me. The four walked over to a table near the window in the back room. It was beautifully made up with lit candles, with an emerald green tablecloth and beige napkins. Harry pulled out the chair for Lorraine, but Vicky had already been seated before Jay could make the attempt. Once everyone was seated, the waitress came over to the table. Good evening, everyone. My name the is... The voice of the waitress made Jay cringe in his seat. He turned his attention to her as she saw him. Rachel? Uh, hello, Jay. Harry winced, and the girls were confused. Jay, sensing attention, felt he needed to clear the air. Everyone, this is Rachel. We used to date. Vicky cocked an eyebrow in intrigue. Oh, really? Well, I am Vicky. Rachel shook her head and turned her attention to Harry. Hello, Harry. Rachel. And who might you be? I'm Lorraine. She replied meekly and didn't put out her hand. Rachel turned to Harry. Wow, she's much prettier than Heather was, I'll give you that. 
Heather? My ex-wife. Oh. Rachel handed out the menus. Can I start you off with something to drink? Vicky looked at the choices. Uh, Diet Coke, please. I'll also have a Diet Coke, please. <sighs> Can I get an Arnold Palmer? Can you make that a little bit more Arnold than Palmer? Rachel smiled and gave a slight laugh. Always the same old Harry. But the iced tea here is unsweetened. Is that okay? Sweetener and lemonade will be okay. Rachel turned her attention to Jay. And what would you like? I will take a Killian's Irish Red. Rachel nodded as she left the table. I'll be back with your drinks and get ready to take your order. A weird silence came over the table as she left. Vicky broke the silence. Well, that was awkward. And what's with ordering a beer? You hardly ever drink. Yeah, was it a particularly bad breakup? As if it was entirely news to Vicky. Yeah, Jay. Was it? You... you never told Vicky about her? Oh. We never got to the point of our relationship where we talked about our exes. Okay then. Well, after dinner, I expect to get into that conversation. She turned to Lorraine, totally bypassing the El Diablo story. So, now that we've gotten your address situation in better terms, now we can get to know each other a little better. Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a full-time student, but I work at Large Mutt's. That's the plus-size store for men, right? Yep, the only one in the mall. Well, that's where we met. Uh, they got really comfortable clothes. Vicky fought off the urge to reply with a biting remark. Harry seemed to realize that from the look on her face, but was happy that she changed her mind. What's your major in school? Museum studies. But I think I'm about to become a teacher. I'm still waffling with the idea. Oh, a teacher? That's what I am. What subject? Really? I'm actually starting my master's program soon, and I've been trying to get a job in the major museums in New England. Mm. Hold off on completing your master's. If, if you were to get a teaching position, there's a possibility the school system will pay for it. The girls would gab about teaching and their aspirations. Eventually, it became like listening to the grown-ups on Charlie Brown as they were drowned out as Harry and Jay's attention was diverted to a nearby table. Two men, or who they thought were men, sat at the table and were discussing something at length and with great passion. Jay couldn't quite place what they were talking about, but Harry had a grin on his face. Dude. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Those guys have to be actors. I could have sworn I saw them in a movie recently. Can't place it though. Harry broke the agreement unknowingly mentioning the script. We should get them to star in our movie when it's done. The proverbial record scratched as, at the mention of the word movie, both girls stopped their conversation and glared daggers at them. Both men were unaware of the gaze as their eyes were still locked on the booth just a few feet away. Vicky was the first one to lean past her date to try and get a glimpse of what they were staring at. Lorraine put her hand up as if to see how much rope they would need to hang themselves. They both waited and studied. The two men had the bodies of Greek gods, but in different fashions. One was large and muscular, his shirt tailored to allow his frame to be shown off, a million kilowatt smile and perfect hair. The second man was much shorter, feminine, and wore a tight shirt with a plunging neckline with some very expensive shorts. His hair was done up and his face had a touch of makeup. Vicky sat back in her chair and cleared her throat, trying to get Jay and Harry's attention. <coughs> Both of them snapped back to the table. What? Huh? Lorraine finally leaned over and saw the two in the booth as well and decided she wanted answers too. Vicky led the charge. What in the hell are you two staring at? Are you seriously adding being intolerant and obnoxious on top of everything else that's happened tonight? 
Harry and Jay exchanged a glance with each other and turned back to their dates. Intolerant? What the hell are you talking about? They're a gay couple. We don't care if they're a couple. We think they're the best looking dudes we've ever seen. They'd be great movie stars. It has nothing to do with them being gay. Harry crossed his arms, hammering the point home. Uh, it's 2016. We don't do that baited bullshit. Yeah. Lorraine looked a little sheepish. Vicky did her best to stumble through an apology, even though not entirely genuine. She gave them the benefit of the doubt. Jay sensed the dinner was about to go sideways, so he figured he'd include their dates in on the fun, leaning forward and whispering to them like he was spreading gossip. No. Seriously. Those dudes are beautiful. Take a look at them. It's like... supernatural. All four at the table sat back in their chairs and did their best to eavesdrop on the couple in the booth. The bigger guy shook his head in frustration. <laughs> I just, uh, I just don't understand your love for these kind of places. Ah, uh, you know, it's a little trashy, a little classy. Reminds me of home a bit, but uh, definitely isn't Buffalo. Does it? Or did you go wild with the Groupons again? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I figured, I figured your addiction to that app has got me to some seriously questionable thoughts about you. Let me guess, they have a weird museum around here and you want to go. The feminine man stirred his drink and pretended to look away, then locked eyes with all four. Look, I just love the fact that they have... Oh, we have fans. The large man turned to meet their gaze as well. He didn't seem to be too angry with them, but was wondering why they were being observed. Hey, uh, something we can help you with? Jay realized he was the only one left looking, as Harry, Vicky, and Lorraine were studying the menus at the table with extreme intent. He put his hands up. We're sorry. We, we didn't mean to stay. It's just, my best friend and I are writing a script, and we couldn't help but notice you guys are extremely good looking. Are you guys movie stars or something? The two men laughed. The shorter <laughs> man answered. No, um, we're just, uh, we're just passing through. Harry couldn't leave his buddy to take all the heat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sorry about that. We didn't mean anything by it, but if you aren't movie stars, are you models or something? Thank you. Uh, but no, nothing like that. Just a couple of, uh, you know, uh, businessmen trying to wait out a storm and maybe see a, a dumb museum along the way. Our museum is the dumbest. It'll be great, but sorry again for bothering you guys. Well, you four have a wonderful time, and I guess we'll be sure to visit the museum after all. The feminine man said Bye. with a giant smile, and they both waved as they got up paid the bill with a couple of crisp $50 bills, and left the booth. Before they could discuss what had just happened, Rachel came back with their drinks. They ordered their food, and Rachel slowly got to work as Jay and Harry returned their attention back to their dates. The conversation was lively, and all in all, Jay felt that the night was becoming better by the minute. He felt that the mess that occurred earlier in the night was just a fluke, and things would be great for the remainder. Harry's eyes widened as Rachel came to their table with their food. She placed the large serving platter on a holder nearby as she delivered everyone's dishes. When it got to Harry's dish, his gaze turned from happiness to abject fear as Rachel tripped on something nearby and sent his dish of chicken Milano flying through the air and landing on his crisp cut suit, shirt, and face. The hot dish made Harry cry out in pain and surprise. Rachel was stunned as she got up off the floor. Harry cried out, trying to get the hot Alfredo sauce, seared chicken and bacon off of his face and shirt. Lorraine grabbed her napkins and helped him. Oh my god, Harry. I'm so sorry. She said, looking down at what it was that could have tripped her, but not seeing anything. 
Absolutely mortified at what occurred, she ran into the back as tears came streaming down her face. Jay stood up, concerned about what happened, but Vicky put a hand on his arm. No, she'll be back. She might just be getting her manager. Vicky was right as the manager came scurrying to the table. For the mishap, Harry's meal was free as well as his replacement. But as good as the food was going to be, both Lorraine and Harry were done with the festivities of the evening. Jay pulled out his debit card and gave it to the new waitress who had come out to box up their food. She came back moments later saying that it was declined. Jay called up his bank to realize that his card was overdrawn. Oh, man. His car insurance took their premium out earlier than he had hoped, and now he had no money. Harry pulled out his debit card, but with the storm raging outside, the power in the restaurant finally had enough and went out. Great. Jay said as Vicky and Lorraine pulled out her pocketbook and paid for their meals in cash. As the couples walked out of Savacho's, another car waved by the awning area and sent another wave of brown water crashing their way, as all four were now soaked. Vicky turned to Jay and then to Lorraine as she burst out in laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Jay also smiled as finally this night, as treacherous as it was, was over. Ha <laughs> ha! Talk about doing a little double dutch! Still better than any date with my first wife! Join us next time on Fun With Dirt! Fun With Dirt, a Dirt Chair Media production. Guest starring Elizabeth Higgins as the female greeter and Stacey Atwell playing Rachel Sanders. Special effects by Zapsplat.com Copyright Dark Charm Media 2023, all rights reserved. Greetings from outer space. I'm George Takai. Are you hungry for a good quality hot dog at a cheap quality price? Well, look no further than a steaming pile of pep hot dogs made with only the highest quality kosher beef. Wow, George Takai? Hello, little girl. Would you like a hot dog? Yes, please. Hey, Mr. Takai. Why are they called pet hot dogs? Do they have, like, caffeine or cocaine in them? No, silly. Hey, why don't you go beam yourself up there and I'll take it from here. I'm Oliver Pep III and I take pride in our family recipe. Here at Pep Hot Dogs, we use only the best quality of kosher beef and they're cooking in dill pickle steam to give it that extra flavor. So if you're hungry to get one of my wieners in your mouth, Come on down to Peps. Juicy wieners from Peps. Oh my. Tune in for the second season of Brotherhood of Ridiculous People coming in in the winter of 2023. Exclusively from Dark Charm Radio Shows, wherever you get your podcasts.